Beach News Team in Southeast Texas. As the summer heat continues, the Beaumont Fire Chief warning Southeast Texans limit your exposure to heat and hydrate. It comes after 45 people were treated by the city's fire and EMS division just in the month of July for heat related issues. Chief White says that's definitely an increase from last summer. We check with Beaumont's two major hospitals. Baptist Hospital telling us that it has diagnosed 18 patients in July with heat exhaustion. That's up from 14 in July of last year. At Krista St. Elizabeth Hospital, treating 16 people for heat-related issues in the 10-day period between July 9th and July 19th. Chief White says many of these emergencies could be avoided if people heeded the warnings about the extreme heat. Most important, he says, is to constantly hydrate and do so with water, not sodas or energy drinks. Chief White advises us to take frequent breaks from heat exposure, cooling off in the shade or air conditioning, and to work in pairs so you're not alone if you start suffering a heat emergency. The biggest thing we want them to understand that there's uh, approximately three levels of heat emergency. One of them started with the heat cramps, heat exhaustion, and then the most extreme, the heat stroke, which is a body temperature of 103 or higher, which can be very, very serious. Chief White is also encouraging everyone to wear clothing that is lightweight, light-colored, and breathable. And he says not to forget to protect your pets as well. A dramatic rescue captured on videos a father fought to save his child. You're watching a father desperately break the windshield of his car at an HEB in Harlingen last week. He had accidentally locked his keys inside with his infant in the car. Temperatures that would top at 100 degrees later in the day. Mother and father fighting against time. Shortly after the father broke the glass, the child's mother climbed inside and handed him the baby. First responders in Harlingen arrived after the infant was freed and determined it was not harm. No charges filed against those parents. The Justice Department is suing Governor Greg Abbott over buoys the state placed in the Rio Grande to deter migrants from crossing into the U.S. from Mexico. The lawsuit asked a court to force Texas to remove the floating barrier, citing humanitarian and environmental concerns. The White House press secretary blasting Governor Greg Abbott's actions as dangerous and unlawful. She says the measures are undermining the Biden administration's border enforcement plan. Let's be very clear. Governor Abbott is making it harder for the men and women of the Border Patrol by what he's doing. He's making it harder for the people who are supposed to work to protect, uh, protect our border. That's what he's doing. Governor Abbott argues the state has the authority to protect its border. He also accuses the Biden administration of putting migrants at risk by not doing more to prevent them from making the journey to the U.S. Ahead of the lawsuit, the governor sent a letter to President Biden saying, quote, Texas will see you in court, Mr. President. Lightning strike survivors are sharing their compelling stories with KFDM Fox 4. They were struck Sunday in Nederland when a small but intense thunderstorm hit the area. My Caleb on a tale of survival that devised the odds. Well, I walked up here and as soon as I did, the uh, lightning struck and Ronnie was right there and his grandson was right here. George Murray recounts his version of events after lightning struck at a neighbor's house on Friday. He was hollering, Ronnie was hollering for his uh, grandson to pick him up, straighten him up, and he couldn't, because he, he couldn't feel his hand or his, his arm, his leg. Murray wasn't directly hit, 
but he was knocked down by the impact. They went black and uh, my head was just, it's hard to explain, but my head was just kind of swimming. You know, I, I didn't know where I, what happened or nothing. Damien Gonzalez says he worried that the lightning killed his grandfather. It paralyzed him from like the waist down and most of his upper body completely. And it paralyzed me for a good five, 10 seconds. Like, He's also had issues with his hearing since. It's muffled, like it feels like I have swimming's ear. His grandfather is still recovering from his injuries after directly being hit. Uh, he had his shoes and his socks blown off and his clothes it was, had tears all in them. Gonzalez and Murray say while they've never experienced anything like this, they are grateful to be alive and to be able to share their stories. Reporting in Nederland, Maya Caleb. George Murray says he was released from the hospital Friday night after doctors checked him out. His neighbor Ronnie released yesterday and is still recovering from his injuries. Well, KFDM is making way for progress in dramatic fashion. You can see demolition is underway right now at our former KFDM studios off Interstate 10 in Beaumont. A large I-10 project requiring us and several other businesses to move out. KFDM had been at the Interstate 10 location for more than 60 years, a place that holds many memories. We are now in a temporary studio just east of Vider, but soon we'll begin building more memories at our next station site. That's going to be on Walden Road, also close to Interstate 10. We'll keep you updated on the progress, and we're hoping to move in by the end of this year or early next year. Pains me. Pains me greatly. I'm sure. It's hard to see that. Well, it does. That, mean, was, you know, that was my home away from home for, absolute, for years. Yeah. Half my life. Yeah, oh <laughs> for my more than half my life. Yeah, and, and not only that, you know, when you drive by, it's like the landscape has drastically changed. It looks so different. Because, you know, not, not only us, but also the Acura dealership, the uh, former Chevrolet dealership. Mm -hmm. The uh, boat marine yeah. uh, boat store that was next, they're all gone. The whole road. The accounting agency yep. that was on the corner. So it's, uh, yeah, kind of Very a changing landscape. Look to it, yeah. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Looking at our live weather network camera brought to you by Good and Thermacon. Orange County Courthouse in the foreground. Chemical row off into the background there. 78 degrees under a mostly clear sky as we have seen across much of the area this morning. Winds are calm. Humidity at 95%. Dew points are into the mid-70s. Uh, Deweyville, 73 degrees right now with a dew point of 72. So again, a little bit cooler as you work your way a little further to the north this morning. And we'll make one more stop. We'll head back into Beaumont at Henry Humber Golf Course at Terrell Park. They're at 75 right now. And again, the dew point points are into the lower 70s. Let's go ahead and take a look and see how things are shaping up right now. We've got Beach Grove at 72, Spurgers at 72, Silsby's at 76, while Kirbyville's at 74. Into the Triangle, 77 at Devers, Bayou Dennis dipped to 74, 78 at Babes and Harris, and 81 right now down at Port Natchez. Let's go ahead and take a look at the satellite imagery, of course, with high pressure and control. We've got mostly clear skies across the area this morning, likely to see plenty of sunshine throughout the mid-morning. Eventually by the afternoon, we see a little bit of cloud cover, but high pressure is definitely in charge across the area. Trough of low pressure continues to move over to the eastern half of the country and with high pressure and control, very small rain chances in the forecast right through the remainder of the work week. As a matter of fact, we'll go through the next couple of days, maybe just a very small 10% coverage of showers this afternoon. Heading into the overnight hours, we'll see pretty quiet conditions with a few clouds in the morning, but then again, we'll be looking for about a 10% coverage of showers 
I-10 and southward on Wednesday. Heading into Thursday, I think the coverage does get a little bit better as moisture will start to increase just a little bit. We'll go with a 20% coverage of showers coming up for your Thursday before things kind of dry up again heading into the weekend. Next weather maker is high pressure that tends to back up a little bit as we head through the weekend and overall we'll be looking for more of an easterly wind that will help to draw back more moisture so as the moisture slowly increases over the weekend our rain chances will pick back up maybe not so much Sunday but certainly Monday into Tuesday of next week as we take a look at the rain outlook brought to you by roofing 911 20% coverage for Thursday a 20% coverage on Saturday and then by Monday of next week we'll see more isolated showers and thunderstorms return to the forecast that actually may expand even further still as we head towards towards the middle part of next week. It's time to track the tropics. Generally very quiet conditions across the area, especially in the Gulf of Mexico. Two systems that have interest of the National Hurricane Center this morning. This one has been definitely weakening and getting kind of ripped apart as it's going to be encountering a lot of shear over the next couple of days as it enters the eastern Caribbean. And then this is a new one from yesterday. 20% chance that this develops over the next seven days. And on its current track, it could be a weather maker for Georgia and South Carolina as we head towards the next seven days. But again, very minimal activity so far in the tropics, and that is certainly some good news, especially here in southeast Texas. Today we're looking at partly to mostly cloud or partly cloudy skies, rather, upper 90s to around 100 degrees in the lakes. Southeast winds average out to about 10 miles an hour. 96 at Port Arthur and Orange this afternoon. 97 Beaumont and 98 for Sour Lake and in Lumberton. Your extended forecast keeps those temperatures in the upper 90s for the next seven days. Rain chances fairly minimal until maybe early next week when we'll see 30% coverage of showers and storms return to the forecast heading back to work on Monday. Thanks for listening and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.